What's up, guys? Welcome to Enjoy the Sass. My name's Faith, and I'm the host of this podcast, and I'm so excited to have you here with me today. It means the absolute world to me that you would choose to spend any of your time listening to this podcast, so thank you so, so much. I really do appreciate it. So 2019 seems to be the year of the female guest on Enjoy the Sass, so to carry on that trend, today on the podcast, I sit down and talk to my good friend Alyssa, and we talk about what it's like to be a creative in the Christian community and how to navigate that, as well as her successful photography business. We talk about our Enneagram numbers and what it's like for each of us to say no in that struggle, as well as we talk about podcasts and books and both of our struggles with reading books. And we just have a really great conversation. So I really hope that you enjoy my conversation with Alyssa. Be sure that you are subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss out on anything or any of the amazing guests that I've had thus far on the podcast. And be sure you share us with a friend if you feel like it or give us a rating or a review because I'd really appreciate that too. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Alyssa. What's up, guys? Welcome to Enjoy the Sass. I'm super excited to have a good friend of mine on the podcast today. We're just keeping on the theme. Like, 2019 is all the female guests, and I'm super down for it. So today on the podcast, I have my good friend Alyssa. She and I met at church years ago when she was just like a wee pup. I feel like you were like, I don't know, 17 maybe, 16, somewhere in there which is crazy to think about. You're like a grown-up now. Um, But everyone, welcome Alyssa to the podcast. Hi, y'all. So excited for you to be here. Alyssa, for those of you who don't know, which is probably a lot of you, (laughs) was one of the first people that I, like, talked to about podcasts, like other podcasts. Um, And I was like, Alyssa, what podcasts do you listen to? And she's like, oh my gosh, let me give you a list. And so I started listening to a lot of my, a couple of my favorite podcasts because of you. So thank you. Yes, podcasts are my life. I'm honestly listening to some every single day. I have ones I repeat. So anyone, anytime I can share the information with everyone, I love it. Yeah, yeah. So tell me, like, who is Alyssa? What do you do? What's your life? All those things. Yes, so I... Am an Austinite, one of those rare unicorns, born and raised. Um, but I decided to kind of be a traitor to Austin, and I go to Texas A&M University right now. Um, so it's really fun. I'm I'm happy to be there, and I also, um, at the age of 18, started my own photography business, and so I'm still doing that now. I'm 22, almost 23, and um, mostly doing weddings, and so I'm really in the creative sphere. Um, I also lead Young Life. And that's been a huge part of my life since high school. And pretty much that's me, school, photography, podcast, honestly, is a huge chunk of my time. And also I'm an avid coffee drinker. That's something like I, I'm getting lattes every every single day. We, we bond over that for <laughs> sure because everyone knows that that is, it's a problem for me, <laughs> probably. Um, what about leaving Austin has been the most difficult thing for you? So, honestly, College Station and Austin are two totally different places. What? What? No way. Um, But it's been been hard kind of getting used to um, just people in Austin. It's very open, and Austin, even though it's a big city, is pretty safe. And so 
I'm such an independent girl. I'm like, let me go here by myself. Let me go here. Um, College Station is different, and um, people are very nice and welcoming, but aren't also as accepting. And um, so it's just kind of getting used to the different culture of College Station versus Austin. Also, like, there is not a lot of things to do in that town. We have about (laughs) our nicest thing is a Lululemon, and we have some great coffee shops. But Austin, I'm used to having everything. So it really is kind of the nice thing about College Station is I've learned how to slow down. Um, Mm. In Austin, I'm like, let me do this. Let me do that. Let me go here. And so it's been a nice shift to kind of slow down um, by being there. That's so cool. I have only been to College Station two times in my life. I'm about to go for a third time (laughs) randomly. But my best friend went to UT – or went to – uh, college in A&M like okay. my brain is like what is the school that we're talking about right now um and so I went for her when she got her ring because okay. I know that's a big deal at A&M UT it's a ceremony but it's not nearly the like grandeur thing that it is at A&M um you guys have a lot of pride in those things we do the Aggie gold <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy to me um and then I went for her graduation and so that was the first college graduation I had been to that was not at UT because two of my cousins went to UT and so when I was younger I went to those but um you're right there is not a lot to do there yeah (laughs) I think we probably spent most of our time in their apartment watching movies okay because what else are you gonna do yeah just eat fried chicken and honestly there's like there's not a lot but we're growing we're growing yeah yeah so you said young life um talk about that and how you transition from like high school doing young life to college because I never knew that like young life was a college thing too yeah so honestly it's funny because I thought I knew everything about young life before I got to college because young life's actually um how I came to know Jesus which is great and I did was like the big young life kid I never I went to every single camp I went to every single club on Tuesday on Monday nights and then Also, um, I worked at the camps, and so I thought the next step after that is you become a leader. And Young Life in the the South um, is very different than Young Life in the North. And Young Life in the South, all the high schools, um, their leaders are usually college students versus Mm. up North, they're usually adults because there's not as many people who are um, can lead. Mm. And so I thought that leading was going to be easy. I was like, I know everything about Young Life. Like, I'm ready. Um, I'm equipped, but. I was, I was, it was, I was wrong. It's a lot harder than I thought. And I, not that I didn't appreciate my leaders before, but I appreciate them to a whole new level. Um, so I actually am part of the Young Life ministry called Young Lives. And I work with teen moms um, in the area of like Bryan College Station. And so it's really nice because for one day um, a week, they get to come and actually be kids. We share a meal together. Um, we have club for them. Their babies have childcare, and we we go to camp. And the girls get to bring their babies to camp, so they get to experience the same thing any other young life kid would, uh, but with their babies. And so mm. we really like love on them and show them that like we're here for you. So it's it's really cool to get to walk um, and do life with them and my other leaders. How did you get involved in the young lives? I when I worked at I worked at the Young Life Camp Rockbridge in Virginia, and whenever we were um, the camp, we had a regular Young Life camp, we had a wildlife camp, which wildlife is the middle school Young Life, and then there's Capernaum, which is the 
um, Young Life for kids with disabilities, and then Mm. there is Young Lives. And so my first experience was babies at camp. And honestly, it was so beautiful. And so I, there was these three girls I remember, um, just, I saw them around camp all week. We got to talk and, um, we get to bring them cookies. And so God just kept putting the, this particular group of girls in my life. And so, um, at the end of the week, Young Life Camps do this thing called Say So. Um, like if you gave your life to God this week, then say so and so you stand up and so I remember those three girls that I'd like seen throughout camp like they were at my table when I served and I gave them cookies like I said and they stood up and gave their life to Christ and I think I just started crying because not only are they like walking um in that path for their own lives or also like starting that for their kids lives. Mm-hmm. and so I was just like wow that's what I want to do and so it's kind of like my whole story of how I even got to A&M because I came to A&M to do Young Lives so I like was before I even knew that I got into A&M like I knew that I was leading um Young Lives and so it's really cool um the chapter at A&M has a lot more support than other chapters because we work with a local nonprofit. um and they every week girls go home with formula diapers books for their kids and it's just it's awesome that's so cool I love it that's so cool i i didn't even know that something like that you know would exist so i'm really glad that it does because yes. i feel like that's such a a need you know like just as much as like we talk about all the time like wow there's not nearly enough like singles ministries or like young adult ministries like that's a big need that you know if you're not in that place you wouldn't think about you know because obviously like we're single girls you know (laughs) going to church like it's on our minds like where are all the other single girls like yeah that's just a thing but you know we're not moms in church or moms at all so Mm -hmm. like we wouldn't think about it but it's so cool that there's something for everyone truly you know and that I just love your heart for that because Everybody knows Faith is not super good with kids. Um, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But... Well, I had never actually, like, held a baby before I started. Like, I was kind of afraid. Like, I always did, like, kids, like, kinder and up. But I had never really held a baby besides my little cousin. So it's funny because now I, like... Girls are just like, give me their babies. I'm holding like three babies at once. So it really <laughs> has changed my heart. Wow. And it's like... It's fun. That's crazy. That's so cool. So... With you do young lives and then you're also in school. So how are you balancing we talk about this all the time, but like how are you balancing not only like being in ministry pretty heavily, being in school pretty heavily, but also like the other things that you're passionate about or that you do all the time? So this season, this past like semester, God's really showed me that, um, showed me a lot with that. Um, because I used to think I can do everything on my own, like, but when I took a step back, I realized there's something that I wasn't fully giving, Mm -hmm. um, the time needed to. And so like, I think it's like really looking, taking a step at my time. And like, I, um, if I'm being so honest, like before, right before I started doing ministry, I wasn't spending the time with God that I needed. And so now, um, it's, that's the first thing. Like I go to my coffee shop, I like open my Bible and just like spend that time with God. And like, um, for me, I, I like spending at least like 45 minutes to an hour with God. And I feel like me spending that hour versus me spending no time gives me more time. Mm. And it's even with studying, I do that. I know that's kind of weird, but, um, 
I will like first before I ever pick up a textbook or pick up my notes, like spend like 20 minutes with God. And like that sets me up already for um, just to do well in whatever I'm doing. And so like really changing my heart and like going to God first about, hey, how do you want me to use my time? And it definitely is still hard. Like sometimes I really have to take a step back and like be like, okay, Alyssa, what are you doing? And so I think like I um, I have just really like take one day out of the week to plan and figure out where I want to spend my time and like think of the things that like I have to do like for young life. Okay, we have to have club on Tuesday. So I know that is going to be here. I like have to go to this wedding. Obviously, that's my job. And so I think really just realizing your halves, which like spending time with God, that is a have to. And so like figuring out your have tos and your and also this is one thing I used to never say. Um, I used to never say no. So mm. telling people, hey, I really want to hang out, but I just can't today. Maybe try yeah. next week. So yeah. like really like realizing your priorities. I mm. think. And so mm-hmm. it's still hard. I still think yeah. I can do everything, but um, like. I've also taken a step back because I did 30 weddings last year. And this year I was like, okay, I'm only going to do 15 because you're really missing out on life um, in College Station. I know I say there's nothing to do, but I'm missing out on friendships and opportunities. And so really just like taking a step and just realizing like what God has for me. It's been probably how I try and uh, juggle things, but still working on it. Yeah, that's good. Like being intentional with the time that you do have yes. because there are only so many hours in the day and we still need as you know as much as I don't sleep we still need <laughs> sleep you know like to live and you still have to have your quiet time like yes we devote you know like Wednesdays are for church and Sundays we go to church and those you know those yeah, kinds absolutely. of things you have to be intentional and just <laughs> like you I am so bad at saying no and one of my goals as enjoy the sass listeners will remember was that in 2019 i was gonna say no so much more and i'm doing an okay job right like it's not it's not easy to say no especially i don't know if you're this way but i'm such like a people person that i feel like i'm missing out if i say no like to the simplest of things right I don't know if you're an uh, Enneagram person. I am. Okay, so I'm a three wing two. Okay. So, like, I'm the achiever, but then I also have, like, the the caring part of the two. And so I am the biggest people pleaser, but I also need to do great in every, like, so anything I'm doing with people, I need to be the best at it. And yeah. so yeah. Um, I'm I'm with you on that and learning to, like, like there's a book I read called The Best Yes by Lisa Turkhurst. Mm. Um, and that book also is really helpful because it's, like, really where do you want to put that time in like your yeses and make your yeses yeses and your noes noes that's good i am gonna add that to our list because i haven't read that and i need to so i'll link it in the show notes because everyone probably should read it and speaking of enneagrams i am a two okay hardcore two wing one and i don't know as much about the one part of myself but as a two yes people pleaser to the max like feel like i don't need sleep or i don't need this and i'm just gonna you know be there for everyone else and so that's why saying no is so hard for me but i have realized this year how important it is it's not a negative thing to say no to stuff and i think that that was the perception before was if I say no to this, 
I don't know, something bad is going to happen or something, you know, like being like, I feel bad for saying no, or, you know, I feel bad that I need to go home and spend time by myself. Absolutely. You know, like those are the things you, you, just like you said, you can't sacrifice that hour, 45 minutes in the morning that you get to spend by yourself at your coffee shop, you know, reading your Bible and spending your time with the Lord. Like those are the things that we have to keep and not sacrifice to help other people or to do things for other people. There's still time for that, but you have to recognize when you just need to step back. So I look at you as like, I am inspired because I'm so bad at saying no, first of all, I'm working on it. So I'll give myself a little grace (laughs) in it that I'm working on it because that's something I need. I am learning about myself is that I also need to give myself grace, right? We all have to do that. But you have recognized in yourself that you need that balance and structure to be able to give your best to everything. And I, that is so cool. And like, at, you know, a younger, younger than me age, we're both young, but a younger than me age, I think that that's super important. Like, I wish that I had learned that in college. Yeah. You know, so that's really awesome. So I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. It's been, <laughs> it's been a journey, definitely. Um, and I think also, like, I am I'm, I'm an only child, and so I don't know if that has anything to do with it. And I think starting my, like, my business um, early on, I think it's, like, semi-matured me mm-hmm. in a bit. And yeah. so it's just, it's been a journey, but um, it's been cool to walk through, so. Yeah, that's awesome. So talk about your business. I obviously know that you were an amazing photographer. Oh my goodness. <laughs> she was fighting me just at lunch earlier. Like, don't talk about me like that. It's probably your tunis that comes out when you're <laughs> talking, when you're saying things like that. But talk about what it's like to be a female in business. Like, it's so cool. I don't have a business that I actively am doing. Um, but like, what has that been like for you starting at a young age and now like carrying that through? Like, what are you, what have you learned about business, about yourself, all of those things? Yeah. So it's definitely been hard. Like that's the number one thing. It's been hard, uh, because my age has also played a role in it. I had uh-huh. to do, um, in the early stages, a lot of proving of, Hey, even though I am like 18, I can still do this just as uh, well as people who are like 29 or older. Or, but and so really proving myself to people in my industry, um, and then on top of that, me balancing. Hey, you are still a 18, 19 year old because the first two years of my business, I was hustling. I had photo shoots like four to five times a week. Like I was go, go, go. And it was really fun. And I really enjoyed building the business and like learning the back to it. Um, but I also, I think now as my business has matured, I've really taken a step back and, um, kind of just gotten my niche. So I'm really, like I said, only wedding photography, um, which I still do other like seniors, but really only weddings. And so it's been just fun to see my business grow. And I have like the best clients, honestly, I've gotten really lucky. And so once again, that one thing, I don't think I'm good at my time management on my business. Cause I know I definitely like sometimes wait to edit pictures, but it's been, it's been really fun. And it's been fun to bring that to the table. Um, when I'm working on projects that really don't have to do with photography of just, um, once again, like time management and, um, 
being creative and also I really feel proud like sometimes I like wouldn't really want to tell people but I'm very proud of it now because I'm like I did do that I like did start a business early on and so um it's been a fun journey it's I still love it I still love weddings I just did one last night um but also like I said I am like cutting back because I realized that um I could do like five million weddings but if I want to like be the the best for my clients I also need to kind of like give them even more time Mm -hmm. if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah that's cool that's really awesome I remember you starting your business like I'm pretty sure that Pastor Chris said something from the pulpit about your business one Sunday and I was like I know her like I know that girl (laughs) that he's talking about because Alyssa was just not just but First, people would get us confused all the time. Yes. I'll post her <laughs> as, you know, a guest on the podcast. She'll have a post on my Instagram that you'll see when this comes out. And you'll see why people think <laughs> that we are the same person or that we're sisters. We look pretty similar. We both wear glasses. We both have, you know, lighter, mixed, olive skin. And we both have dark, curly hair. Yeah. Like, our glasses even like <laughs> look the same right now, which is really funny. Um, but so people used to confuse us all the time, which is hilarious to me. But um, I remember her being a, you were a kid's leader. Like yes. you were one of the leaders in the kid's church. And sometimes I would see you with the camera. Sometimes I wouldn't. But obviously we all have social media. So like we became friends on social media and I would see you posting and doing things. And now I've been fortunate enough to work with you a couple of times for my friends who have gotten married and be at their weddings and how just the way that you carry yourself in business at such a young age is pretty incredible. But I also think it speaks to the day and age that we're in where young people are doing things that, you know, maybe in our parents' generation, young people didn't do, you know, like you think about Mark Zuckerberg and, you know, even I think Windows, Bill Gates, like they were all young. Bill Gates probably was a little older. I haven't fact-checked that. Don't fact-check me (laughs) on that. But, you know, my point is like it speaks to that in the day and age that we live in, young entrepreneurship is almost like hailed as this incredible thing you yeah, know we're like an entrepreneurial um generation now yeah it really is like people are still going to college but so many so many more people are going into the creative market um which is really cool to see and I'm very inspired by all the women that like I've been around mm-hmm. just seeing because it, it's a hustle it's yeah it's hard it's and real it's, but it it's fun and it's always changing and so um it's really cool that um, even at A&M like they give us we have um entrepreneurial schools where they are giving um money and giving opportunities to people to go start that business hey Mm. we'll give you a grant to start this business or we'll give you a class to what are the next steps and so um they're the nice thing is I think like maybe like a few years before people were kind of saying oh like it's just a dream but now um schools and elders are really seeing like hey this is this is how the world's going and they're giving us that support which is really cool um and i appreciate it because it's it's not easy yeah it's really not easy so talk about what it's like um because i've talked and obviously being a creative myself um talk about what it's like 
being a creative in the Christian community, because I feel like everybody is like, does something creative or um, entrepreneurial. Like I feel like if you look at our church, there's like 17 photographers, all these people who make art things. We've got a lot of like people who do videos and stuff like that. But like, what is it like for you even at a secular school like A&M that has a very strong Christian community, mm-hmm. um, what's it like to be a creative and use your skills in that kind of setting? So honestly, from the beginning of starting my business, um, the whole, like one of the main um, influencers for me, I go to the If Gathering every year, which is a women's conference that started in Austin by Jenny Allen. Um, but she always has the photographer Esther Havens there. Um, and she is a humanitarian photographer. And I wrote my college essay about her and how I, with my degree at A&M, how I wanted to um, kind of do what she does. And so she does humanitarian photography. She works with um, companies like the Seed Company, International Justice Mission, but she goes in and uses her her photography to be a storyteller. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's always been my main goal with photography. And I think that's why I still love doing weddings to this day, but I know that I'm going to cut back on weddings and cut back on portraits um, to like to really do um, storytelling. Mm. And that's no matter, even if I'm in a marketing field or I'm in, um, if I... I'm having the, do I want to go the ministry field? Do I want to go the like corporate field? I'm really have been um, juggling those two things recently as I'm about to graduate. And so, um, but with my photography, ultimately I want to be a storyteller and she works with um, all different companies, but she works with like ministry based companies. And so I think that would be really cool to be able to use my gift to like, glorify God. And it's mm-hmm. funny because Teresa, um, who has another podcast on oh, the podcast, dot, dot, dot. she actually, from the very, um, I worked with her and her daughter and did a photograph and she, from the very beginning has always kind of, she was there when I started my business and she told me how she really saw God using it for his glory, which I was, had never really thought about that. Yeah. It was like the early phases of my like photography. And so she was right with that. That's like, that's what I want to do with it. And like, honestly, that would be, that would be the best in my opinion. I don't care if I shoot 10,000 weddings, like, but like being able to somehow tell God's story and tell his people's story would be, that'd be, that'd be ideal. And so it's cool, um, in the church because I feel like people under, understand a little bit. So that is nice because I definitely, the churches I go to are very creative people. And so, um, it's nice because, you know, visuals help, and my um, visuals help me. Like for me, like worship and all my friends, I'm not good at playing any instrument. I think I can sing really well. I think I sound like <laughs> Beyonce. I know I don't, but that creativity, that is like one thing that really with my relationship with God is worship music. And yeah. so um, I think it's nice that we all use our gifts and he, God obviously equips us all. And so it's really cool to see everyone's even like yours and your pod, your podcast. Like that's really fun. Or um, our other friend Kylie that had the best style, like her style was so fun and unique. And like, um, like I feel like her style in some way could like glorify God just by how like her personality was. I don't know if mm. that even makes sense, yeah, but like, I love, that. we all have different like creative things that yeah. um, God's given us and it's cool to see and watch. Yeah. That's awesome. That's super cool. I love that other people can speak something into your gifts or your talents that you never like would have, yeah, would have thought that they could be. Teresa is amazing. We have talked about her on this podcast and 
she's talked about me on her podcast and so you know we're friends we're friends from church but also we're podcast friends which is fun (laughs) but she also she called me like bawling her eyes out after listening to my first episode which was just like a little short thing you know and she was like how who knew that there was what did she say? I forget exactly. I have it written down somewhere in my phone, but it was something like who knew that there was an anointing called sass, right? Like she just saw in me that I was using this outlet. And I've said from the beginning that nothing will come between me speaking about God and my relationship with God and my friends who come on the podcast, their relationships with the Lord or whether or not they have one or not, you know, nothing will come between me and that, that is always going to be something that's upfront in my life, right? And for other people to recognize our gifts and our talents and how they can glorify God, I think is probably, for me at least, more rewarding than anything else that could come from a podcast or yeah. from any of the things that I do, you know, movies and TV and all of that stuff, like whatever it is that I one day end up doing, having people recognize God in the things that I'm doing is probably definitely the most important and like most rewarding part of it. So I think that it's so cool when other people who are close to us or even not like, you know, speak and can see that in us. Yeah. I think that is just so cool. And I think one thing, too, someone from the outside, my whole thing I make, if you ever take photos with me, I'll make you fake laugh because I I cannot do the serious pictures, and yeah. I think everyone is so beautiful when, like, the joy is seen through mm. them. And so it's, like, funny because someone's brought them up. Everyone's so happy in your pictures. And I'm like, well, that's, like, that's how God wants us to be. And, like, it's not fake. I usually tell really bad jokes to make them laugh. And, like, those are always the pictures I choose in my favorite pictures because yeah. I really feel like they're, like, glorifying, like, what life with God looks like. Yeah. And so joy. Been- joy. Joy. Joy is my word for 2019. Did you know that? I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. What was the church's word? Do you know? I feel like it's revival. Revival. And I do yeah. remember exactly when you were talking about Pastor Chris mentioning me. It was the year of Jubilee. Oh, uh, yes. And then the year of Overflow is the next one. And I, yes. I remember because I was sitting there and I was like, he's talking about me. <laughs> it was really cool. So. I love that. I love our pastor. He's pretty awesome. That's so funny. I didn't remember that it was in that year mm-hmm. or that you were there for it. So that's cool. <laughs> How fun. How fun. So you said, and I said at the beginning of this, that you listen to podcasts almost every day. Yes. So you introduced me to The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey. Um, she's a local gal here in Austin or Dripping Springs, I guess is where she lives. But, um, she does a lot here in Austin. I'm pretty sure she's been involved with the if gathering before. Yes. She's always involved. She's pretty involved. with Yeah. So you introduced me to her and then you also introduced me to the happy hour. Nope. That's what I just said. (laughs) You introduced me to that sounds fun with Annie F. Downs, who I love and wish that I could be friends with. She's another if gathering girl. Yeah. Like, yeah, that those two are so, they're so fun. I love how similar they are, but also how different they are. Yes. Because if anyone has listened to The Happy Hour, they know that Jamie is a mom, she's married, she has kids, but then you listen to That Sounds Fun with Annie F. Downs, and she's a single girl, lives in Nashville, like, 
but loves the Lord with all of her heart. Yeah. And that is her life, her, you know, her podcast. And same with Jamie, too. And so you introduced me to those two and then a few others that I can't remember, but those are the two that have stuck with me. So talk to me about some other podcasts that you're listening to right now. Yes. Yeah, so I, know you I have drive a, a lot for yeah. my business. And so that's, that's kind of how I have a lot of time. Um, but the ones that I listen to every single day, um, one of them is called the morning toast. And this is my one that's not, it's not a Christian based one, uh-huh. but it's two sisters that live in New York. And Honestly, you either love it or hate it. I have become what they know, um, you people know as a toaster, and I like <laughs> am a Patreon. Like I pet, oh, like wow. I honestly, okay. I don't know. There's something about them. This is where I get all my hot topics and my okay, my you table talk. Hit. And so um, the morning toast is one. And then I started listening to one literally like three days ago, and I've already listened to like 15 episodes of oh, wow. it. Um, and it's called the Refined Collective Podcast with Cat Harris. And she is also um, a single woman living in New York. And y'all, the guests she has and the words that she speaks, I'm just like, wow, that's convicting. That's convicting. That's true. Because she talks like really openly and raw about the dating culture for Christians. Mm. Um, And she's in New York too, which I feel like New York and Austin are very similar in the way that singles, um, the dating is. And so that one... um, and then there's another one local to AM that I listen to. There's it's by the same person, uh, Bailey Mullins. One's called Mindless Millennials, and um, my, he kind of talks with them, just like businessmen. He has some of his friends on, but that one is really cool. And we have some uh, class together, and just hearing him talk about his podcast and the people he has on is another very interesting take. So mm. I have like literally, I can keep going. Um, the Second Life is really good. Second Life, she talks about like going from having your first career and then changing up to a second career. Um, so there's just, there's a lot, um, that I love. And, um, I think my first podcast I ever listened to was the relevant podcast, which Annie F Downs is on now. Mm-hmm. And that's the one I always listen to when I'm driving. Cause it's the exact time to get from Austin to, uh, Bucky's when oh, I'm driving to weddings. Perfect. So it usually ends at the same time. And so those are kind of the ones that I'm like constantly listening to. Um, and, that I have any other suggestions that people, but yeah, it's great. I yeah, love, I love, I love me some podcasts. I love podcasts like like you. I just recently switched jobs, and so I'm now driving even more. Yes, um, and so my drive home is usually when I listen to podcasts. In the morning, I listen to the Bobby Bone Show because that's been my life since I was in sixth grade. Yeah. Um, but so in the morning, I listen to the Bobby Bone Show. And then in the evenings, I listen to podcasts. And usually one episode will get me from Marble Falls to my home here in Cedar Park. So because it's about 45 to 50 minutes. And that's usually around what podcasts are. And one that I have been trying, I try and keep up, but they have so many, is the Popcast. Have you listened to the Popcast? Is it with E! News or no? No. it's. um, They also have a podcast called The Bible Binge. Okay. With Knox and Jamie. Yes. That's the hosts of it. And it's so funny. They're so funny, but they talk about pop culture and, you know, all sorts of things. Movies, TV, celebrities. Yeah. And they're just kind of dumb. <laughs> and they talk about dumb stuff. But it's so funny. And it's clean. Because they, yeah. they, like I said, also have a podcast called The Bible Binge. So they... <laughs> 
talk about Jesus while also talking about pop culture. And it's just the funniest thing. One of my friends um, from college who I, we are like Instagram DM friends. Like we DM each other all the time about stupid stuff. Um, like ice cream and the bachelor. <laughs> oh, the bachelor. Yes. And those are perfect, like podcast topics. And so she's the one who told me about the podcast. And so I started listening to it. So that is one you should check out because it's just fun. It's lighthearted. You know, they don't talk about anything too serious. And they were just on um, Annie's podcast. Oh, that sounds when, fun. When it was the couple, the couples. Okay, they're not a couple, but but they, they do a podcast as a couple, and that episode is hilarious too. Okay. So that is one that I've really been super into recently. Love that. Yeah. What about books? Do you read a lot? Honestly, I so I love my favorite thing in the world is to buy books. Like yes, yes. I, I go to half price books, buy books. Barnes and Nobles buy buy books. I have I recently in the past few years have not really finished any um so my new year's resolution was to finish books before buying any and so uh, i just got done reading taylor made by alex seeley she's a pastor at the blogging co okay um and then i'm reading um jamie ivy's book right now and i've had that book forever if you only knew yes okay. if you only knew it's really raw and honest it's it's great yeah um but honestly like i am not if I'm reading a book, this sounds so cliche, I'm reading my Bible. I, like, just no, got done good. doing um, The the Voice of God by Priscilla Shriver okay. um, study. And, honestly, that study changed my life. And so mm. like, I spent a lot of my time doing that. But not really um, – the last book I read, I think, was um, The Hate You Give, which, y'all, if you haven't read that book, it's phenomenal. In my books – stack to read yeah i've read like four chapters oh i was and I so just sad have no time i was sad when it was over i was like well i get this book continue she's a she's a great writer yeah um but like i've bought a lot of books but not really finished any recently yeah that's a problem that i have too i was just thinking about it today i was like man i really want to go to half price books but i <laughs> need to read the books i have yes because i have at least three and they talk about that all the time and that was one of my goals too was to read more more yeah. in 2019 I haven't done a good job, <laughs> but I did decide that I think I should start listening to yes, books like audio. because when I'm listening to podcasts, that could be also time that I could listen to books. So I need to just start doing audiobooks. And you always can like pick up and I need oh, to start yeah. doing that too. I've never done audiobooks, Um, and I really think that's something I'm going to start. Yeah. Because my dad and I used to listen to books on tape on our drive because we lived further from Marble Falls as well. And so we would listen to how old that sounds, like books on tape. <laughs> on cassette. On cassette or on CD, you know, once that became a thing. But I don't have a CD player in my car. My car is too new for a CD player, apparently. So <laughs> I, I have to have the audio book version, like, on my phone. And... It's something we used to do all the time. We would just eat up books, eat, eat them up, listen to them. And now you can listen on like double time, not double time. I probably listen on time and a half to most things. I don't know why. I just like feel better if I'm listening at one and a half. Yes. <laughs> I don't you feel like know. you're getting it done faster. Yeah, like you're so productive. Like I binged the O podcast with okay. Teresa and Tristan. I listened to, I think, three episodes on my drive once. 
on one and a half <laughs> because I just had were... a long time. I was like, power through, got to catch up, power through one and a half. Do you listen to podcasts on the podcast app? I actually use Spotify. So yeah. um, I'm a huge Spotify person. Um, I'm very into like their analytics and I am creating my music on there because I think Spotify does a really good job of creating your mixes for you and also choosing podcasts for you. Um, And last year, Spotify said I listened to 72,000 minutes of music. Oh my gosh. Yeah, everyone else seeing like, oh my goodness, I listen to so much music. I listen to 46,000 minutes. Nope, 72,000 minutes. And so that's a lot. I don't know if that includes podcasts on there, um, but I listen on there and I, it's just easier for me. It loads better and I can just like queue them up. And so that's... But I, I sometimes use, because um, some of my podcasts aren't available on there, so I'll listen on iTunes. But really those two. I don't use Stitcher or any of the other mm-hmm. yeah. other ones. Yeah. I use I use Apple Podcasts, but one of my friends, the same friend that I Instagram DM with, Callie, she uses Overcast. Okay. I think because you can listen on 1.25. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's, it's not like- quite like super speed, but it's not, feels like turtle speed i get so stressed out listening to it sped up at all really especially in traffic i'm like <sighs> so you like makes you want to go faster yes. maybe when you work out that would be a good time to listen to it faster <laughs> that's so funny but i just recently put my podcast this one on, on spotify nice. and i like their analytics a lot more too so i have been i talk to chris cody about this all the time is of switching from apple music to uh to spotify i haven't done it yet Again, you're still I go on back Apple Music or you on Spotify? I listen on Apple Music okay. right now, but even today I was thinking, man, I need to switch to Spotify because their interface is so much better. It really is. And I don't know if you're a student, you get a pretty good deal. You might be able to still use your student like email, honestly, for two years. It they just they do such a great job of creating because there's songs that I've because I I love um, I'll call it like the indie worship. I don't really yeah. know what, but yeah. like like lovekin and like smaller worship bands like i love listening to like i still can't say their name but they're my favorite i love vista worship like um i'll go to like their radio and then the next day um, spotify will create this like great playlist for me and it's funny because it really also shows my music taste because my top five um playlist my first one's worship my second is like 2005's pop so it's like britney and like Camp Rock de Lovato, yeah. and then my third is country music. My fourth is like very um, techno music because I work out to that, and then my fifth is like indie. So I'm all over the board, and <laughs> my fifth switch between indie and between like Earth, Wind, and Fire. So really, I'm all over the board, yeah. and so um, they do a good job of creating, um, and so they know my mood, and it's just weird because they know what song I want to listen to before I even know what song <laughs> I want to listen to, and so I'm I'm a huge Spotify fan. I've had it for really since before it was popular because that's that's all I've ever used because yeah. my mom had it, and so. Yeah, the Spotify podcast, um, you know, they just, like, recently bought into doing more with podcasts. So I was like, I have to put my podcast on Spotify so that people can listen to it. Because not a lot of people have access to Apple Podcasts Mm -hmm. or, you know, not everyone. My parents don't have iPhones, so they can't listen to my podcast there, you know. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going back to Spotify here and it's just a process right like switching over all your music that is the part that annoys me 
but luckily 90% of my music is just Chris Cody podcasts <laughs> or playlists, playlists not yeah. podcasts. So he's going to follow all yeah, of his. Yeah, just add all of those and I'll be okay. But sprinkle in some of my worship music that I like to listen to and I'll yes. be okay. Some Lauren Daigle probably in Elevation. Those are so on the if on we can there. go off topic, what do you think about Lauren, da- Lauren Daigle at Austin City Limits Fest? Do you think it's going to be like a word? Did you know she was going to be there? I think I saw something about her being there. Yeah. I'm trying to think if it's going to be if she's going to like bring worship down in the house or if it's going to be, you know, I'm just really curious how that's going to. I'm excited, I don't know, though. but I'm into it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I saw that she was playing and then Casey Musgraves, who I love. And yes, so I was like, I'm camping mm-hmm. out for Casey Musgraves. I've already decided I'm going to buy week one, um, whatever day Casey's there, and I'm going to be there all day. I love that. Um, but I think Lauren Daigle is an interesting artist because she has crossed over so yes. like effortlessly into, I hate to say, like pop music, but... I hear her songs on, like, XM Hits 1. Yes, or at Starbucks. Yeah, or at Starbucks, you know? And so I think she can easily sing any of her songs, and they will seem like just really cool indie pop music. Yeah. You know? And so I'd say just do it. (laughs) Like, what's Look Up Child? She's probably going to sing that album, and people are going to be none the wiser who don't know who she is, right? Yeah. Because she has an incredible voice and her songs have incre- are amazing lyrics, but to a not, you know, Christian person or like someone who listens to worship music, they're not going to know yes. directly. They might be like, huh, this is just some really positive music, you yeah, know? So I absolutely. think it'll be okay. Um, I I think it would be okay either way if she was just like straight worship or she might sprinkle in some covers because I've heard her sing some covers and blow them just on her Instagram stories like she sings just like da 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 sometimes and I'm like it's insane how incredible her voice is no I agree so but I think that's cool I hadn't thought about the fact that she was going to be at ACL but that's really awesome I'm stoked to see ACL does a really good job of live streaming their stuff, so I'll probably be live streaming from my couch. <laughs> because I can't afford it. I wish that I could. I want to go one year. I know you go, like, every year. Yeah, I've gone, I've gone like, seven or eight times. It's, I, I love it, though. It's like my, it's like my event of the year. It's usually my Christmas present. Mm. So I'm, like... Early. My early, my early Santa Claus gift. And so, um, it's, they, it's nice they do, like, layaway now, too, so you can, like, pay monthly, but... Oh, that's cool. Um, but it's fun. But it's, it's a lot. Like, honestly, sometimes I wish I would just live stream it, but then I'm always like, I need to go, but... The experience of it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I would be really excited for Casey... She's amazing. She's she's amazing. She's another one of those who it just blows me away how good of a voice she has. I yes, her her recent album is like oh. on repeat for me. Yes, we talk uh, about it. And I also even like all her the time. Kansas City Star cover because I like really old country music. Okay, and so it's just she's she's great and she's funny on Twitter. She's hilarious. Yeah. So yeah. I I think she um she's a cool girl. So I'm ex- I'm really excited for because her, her concert here when she came sold out both nights so fast and so i think this one will be will be great pretty awesome yeah that'll be so cool and she's a texas girl so that'll be fun it's like coming home for her so is it no lauren daigle's from louisiana mm-hmm. close enough she's close <laughs> to texas she's from the south 
So that's fun. So speaking of music, you said you like really eclectic stuff. What are you like super into right now that you're listening to? Because I always need help. Yeah. No, like I said, (laughs) I love Vista Worship right now. They're, gosh, their lyrics are really cool. I started doing, um, I like breaking down worship songs. um, And so their songs are really beautiful. And then like the new Bethel album is really cool. Um, I I also really like Lizzo. Yep. (laughs) It's like Girl Anthem. Um, Yep. And who else am I listening to right now? Like pretty, like pretty much that's, that's it. That's, that's the, it. the top. Uh, <laughs> I love also, it. Also, um, I love just r- random songs. And so I usually go um, visit Austin. They have like their own board, um, South by boards. And so I go listen to um, like South by playlists of just random people. And so one song that I've been listening to and loving, which I think is going to be a great summer <laughs> anthem, is called Topo Chico. And it's this guy. Um, and he just sings about how he just loves drinking Topo Chico. And it's funny because I also love drinking it. And so <laughs> it's just like sometimes I'm just, I'm so weird. And I'll come home after a long day and play the Topo Chico song and open a Topo Chico. And just like for that three minutes, just like have my own movie <laughs> experience drinking that drink, my Topo Chico, and then listening to the song. So it's That's really amazing. Funny. It's by Robert Ellis. Um He's called the Texas Piano Man, so... Okay, that's but fun. But that's... Honestly, that's pretty... That's pretty it right now. Um, I love it. I think because I am listening to so many podcasts, my music's been kind of... That's how I feel, too. I either am one or the other. One week, I'll be like, man, I need a good playlist yes. to listen to, and then the next week, it's every day, it's podcasts or a book. I also really love Maren Morris, so... Oh, yeah. She... I listen to it, like... It's pretty much like Maren Morris, I listen to her album... Every, almost every day, Casey Musgraves, and yeah, but I'm I'm with you. So I think as I I love doing seasonal playlists. So as I come into um, summer, um, there's going to be a lot of new new music. So that's the nice thing. You get your release radar if you switch over to Spotify every Friday. They're like, you like this, you like this, and so boom, done, boom, done. Love that. So. Well, we have been talking for a while, and I love our conversation, but I don't want to keep you for too long, because it is, you know, Sunday afternoon. (laughs) Um, So, tell everyone where they can find you. Yes. So, on all social media, I'm um, Alyssa Jare, so it's A-L-Y-S-S-A-J-A-R-A-E, and then if you want my photography stuff, it's Alyssa Jare Photography, and so that's me on Instagram, Facebook, I don't really have anything else. I think there you go. Just just those two social Instagram media, and so. Facebook. Love it, love it. Well, you all know where you can find me at Enjoy the Sass on Instagram. Um, I'm just my name on Twitter. I really should work on changing that. You can listen to this podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, on my website, EnjoyTheSass.com, or really anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. Now you can just Google it. So. Be sure you check out Alyssa's photography. She's really amazing. If you're getting married soon, hit her up. Maybe she'll have some time on her schedule for you. (laughs) We'll see. Um, I'll link all of the things that we talked about today, all the music, all the books, all the podcasts in the show notes so you can go and take a look at those and get up to date on all of that stuff. Thanks again for listening. Thanks, Alyssa, for being on the podcast. thank you so much. This was so much fun. We'll all be keeping the lookout for all the exciting things you have going on um, in all the ways. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye.